Amen. Good evening and welcome to Turning Point Church. You guys ready to celebrate Jesus tonight? Let's stand together and join us as we celebrate Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. Let us welcome the presence of the Lord in this place with a big, big shout of praise. Come on. Thank you, God. Let's sing the song together. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing all the praise And the mountains in reply Echoing their joyous strength. Christ whose birth the angels sing Come adore on bending knee Christ the Lord, the newborn Gloria, Gloria, Gloria all lift our hands to heaven tonight as we worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords as we remember that beautiful night when he was born thank you Jesus and the first Noel 
the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay, in fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so
that you came to join us this evening. And for those of the house, thank you for being here so we can celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, together. Will you take a minute, turn to somebody next to you and say, Merry Christmas. Isn't it this time of year so exciting? Um, I'm going to give you a few announcements of things that are happening that you don't want to miss. And then we're going to receive our tithe and offering. So if you've not made out that tithe and offering envelope yet, just go ahead and take a couple minutes and do that now. But I want to tell you that this coming Sunday, which is the 30th of December, we have baby dedication. You do not have to register. You just bring your babies forward as pastor gives the invitation at the 1030 service, which is right at the front of the 1030 service. And we dedicate these children and we pray over these parents because raising a child takes the spirit of God. Amen. And then I want you to know that um, we will not be here tomorrow night. Pastor said Sunday, if you show up Wednesday, circle the building seven times and then go home. All right. So, and I wanted to remind you that we are toward the end of this year. And so end of year giving must be received by the church by December 31st. So if you want to give some extra so that we go out of 2018 strong, ready for 2019, then please go ahead and you can use our text to give. There's There will not be information on the screen. Oh, there it is. Information on the screen. You can text to give. You can use the tithe and offering envelope. Or you can go online and give there. And we're grateful. We're grateful that you're generous people in Christ. And that tells us that you're people who know the truth. Amen. All right. So, and then Sunday, Pastor is going to bring a message about being supernatural in 2019. Doesn't that sound great? Don't we want to live supernaturally in 2019? So please, please be here Sunday, especially if you're a member in this house, because we want to hit January 1st 
supernatural. Amen. So you be here Sunday and worship with us and hear a great message. All right, let's go ahead and receive our tithe and offerings. Hold them up before the Lord. Father, we are a grateful people for you are a mighty God. And you have done wonders in this earth through the birth of your son. Though he was all God, he was all man. And he understands every fiber of our being. And he came to rescue, to redeem, and to raise us to new life in him. Father, receive these tithes, these offerings, these gifts, Lord, from grateful, grateful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning, Jesus, to Give the Lord a hand of praise, can we? All right, good to see all of you. And let me ask you before you're seated, how many of you have had to go out today and shop? Tell the truth, we were truthful in the house of God. Some of you are thinking, am I going to lie or not? No, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come clean with you. It was so bad for me. I went to Kroger. And have you ever had to look for a decent gift in Kroger? I mean, you need the supernatural guidance of God, and I think I got it. We'll find out. I'll find out soon enough. But I had to go to Kroger. And, you know, on a day like today, Kroger can be very dangerous. I mean, I went in there. I could barely find a parking place. And when I went in there... Now, I don't mean anything by this, ladies, 
but it was so frantic and so busy. You had to look both ways before you stepped into an aisle or those women would run you over. There's two ways you can do Christmas. One is sort of the commercial end. You can, you know, get your time off of work if, if you're lucky enough for that to happen. And, you know, look at lights and party hardy and uh, get gifts under the tree and kind of do the Christmas thing that most of America does. Or you can understand what it's really all about. And the supernatural end of it. Because you can't come near Christmas without encountering the supernatural. You can't. Now, I want to talk to you about just one aspect of the supernatural tonight. And I'm going to talk not long, and then we're going to hold up our fake candles. Amen? But I want to talk to you about something Jesus was called and something he called himself. He said, I'm the light of the world. He said that. He said he was a lot of things. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and all of that. Many, many things that he identified himself as. But one of them, my favorites, is I am the light of the world. And his disciples called him that as well. So I want to have a prayer, and I'm going to let you be seated, and then I'm going to read to you what John wrote about Jesus being the light. And I want to talk about the light because I want you to leave tonight knowing that not only is he the light, but he lit you. He lit you. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, a follower of the Lord. Father, I just pray that tonight, as we celebrate Christmas, and we begin Christmas Eve by coming together to honor your name, I pray that, Lord, tonight, you would give us a revelation of what this is really all about and who Jesus really was and who we are in him. And I thank you, Lord, for helping everyone to understand Open our eyes and open our ears and give us an understanding heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to somebody and say Merry Christmas and you can be seated. God bless you. And what a great turnout for Christmas Eve, you know, and I believe there's people in the overflow. So next year we'll do two. We'll do two. Now, listen to what John wrote about Jesus. This is some of the most profound verses in the whole Bible. John 1, starting at verse 4, he calls Jesus the Word. Listen to what he says. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. Then it says the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. That's talking about John the Baptist. John the Baptist himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, Jesus, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now, I read five verses and seven times John calls Jesus not a light, but the light. The light. Jesus one day informed his followers 
that he had also called them to be the light of the world. Now, I want you to catch this. Jesus was the light. Now, now, what does that mean? Well, it, it's talking about spiritual light. It's talking about the light of truth. It's talking about the light of love. The Bible says God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. He gave him that whoever believed on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And that life is the light of men. So when we talk about Jesus, a light shines. He was a light. He was like a bright light shining into the dark. And one day Jesus looked at his followers who had been following him everywhere, everywhere that he went. And he said, now, you know that I'm the light, but let me tell you something. Because I'm the light and you're following me, I'm telling you about you. You are the light of the world as well. Now, catch this. He first said, I'm the light of the world. But then he said, because you're following me, you're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. He said, you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light. Can we say that together? Don't hide your light. He said, let it shine. We got to say that together. Let it shine. See, in a minute, we're going to be holding these candles up, and they're going to represent letting our light shine in the year of 2019 for the glory of God. We're not going to be afraid of what people might say. We're not going to be intimidated by political correctness. We're going to let our light shine. Now, here's what Jesus said. He said, don't hide your light because I'm the light of the world. I've lit you, and now you are the light of the world. Guess what? You're the only Jesus some people are ever going to see. Think about that. Your neighbor, your coworkers, your family, your friends, some of them are never going to go to church. The closest they're going to get to Jesus is you. You're the light of the world. He said, let it shine for everybody. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly father. So, so something's going on here. The same Jesus who identified himself as the light of the world told the followers, his followers, that they too were the lights of the world. Now, let me give you an illustration. I love a full moon. I love looking up and seeing that beautiful moon. But we all know you wouldn't see that moon unless the sun was shining on it. You wouldn't see it. So in a, in a way, in a way, every believer in Jesus Christ, every disciple of Christ, every Christian is like the moon that provides light at night. And here's how that moon does it. The sun is the star that lights our universe while the moon only reflects the sun. The only part of the moon that we can see is that part that is facing the sun. As the moon faces the sun, it reflects the light and the glory of the sun. We never see the moon apart from the sun. In that sense, we are lights of the world. As we wake up each day, guess what? Let me give you a picture. As we wake up each day, we look towards him in faith, and we say, Lord, I give you this day. Today I'm going to follow you. Today I'm going to walk with you. Today I'm going to obey you. Today I'm going to glorify you. And, and, and when we do that, 
then we allow him to reflect off of us. All the moon is is a reflector, and all that we are is reflectors of the glory and the light of God. We reflect. We're to reflect his love. We're to reflect his truth, his patience, his mercy, his goodness. How many, let me ask you now, how many of you think that our world could use a little bit of love? Huh? Just a little bit of love. I mean, our world right now is so full of hate, so full of division, so full of just, just nastiness. And, and so what is the real need of the day? It's not political. The real need of the day is for Christians to look up and catch that sun, S-O-N, and let him reflect off of us into the darkness of this world. That's what's really needed. Amen? In the Old Testament, this is so real. I'm not just talking to you figuratively or metaphorically. This is really real. We're told that Moses went up into a mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. He was up there a long time with God. And when he came down, the Bible says, I'm quoting it now, Moses didn't realize as he came back down the mountain with the tablets that his face glowed from being in the presence of God. He was reflecting the glory and the presence of the God he'd been spending time with. So the more time we spend with God, the more we reflect into this world of darkness. Let me give you one more illustration. True story. Story is told of a gentleman walking one day in the east end of the city of Glasgow, England. The streets were so narrow and the houses were so high that little direct sunshine ever reached the houses on one side of the street. The gentleman noticed a ragged, barefooted boy trying with a small piece of mirror to catch the sun's rays and direct them to a certain spot on one of the houses opposite the street from him. He's trying to catch a little bit of sunlight in the mirror and reflect it up there in that area that never got sunlight. This man that saw this little boy, he said, what's he doing? So he went up to him. He said, what are you doing, laddie? And the boy replied, do you see the window up there? Well, my little brother had an accident two years ago and is always lying on his back in the room up there. And it's on the wrong side to get the sunshine. So I always try to catch the light in this little mirror and shine it into his room. That's what the Christian is called to do. Because most of the world is lying where the sun doesn't shine. Amen? They don't know God's love. They don't know God's peace. They don't know God's presence. They don't know him. So we're called to catch the light and each and every day reflect it into this dark world. Because if it doesn't come from us, it ain't coming from anywhere. Amen? Pardon the bad English, but it's good preaching. Jesus said, who ever heard of somebody lighting a lamp and then covering it up? To keep it from shining. No, he said, lamps are placed in the open where it will give light to all who are in the house. Listen, you're not a question mark. You're an exclamation point. You're an answer. And, and God wants us to understand this Christmas 
that he has laid his hand on us, those who believe in Jesus, walk with Jesus, we're reflectors to catch his glory and shine it into the dark. So I shine it. I, I, I try to shine it everywhere I go. If somebody comes to my house to do some work, they're in for it. I'm going to shine. When I get out there at restaurants, I almost always say something to the waitress. I say, hey, you know, I'm a pastor. Do you go to church anywhere? And I try to reach out to them and, and, and shine a little bit. And, and I can tell you, there have been so many times. You know, how many of you know good things happen at Cracker Barrel? Come on. How many of you are Cracker Barrel lovers? Come on, tell the truth. We go every Sunday. And there have been times that I've just decided to talk to the waitress. And one time I said to this waitress, I said, listen, I'm a pastor. And I said, is there anything I can pray with you about? And she's taking our order. And she just broke down. And she began to cry. And she began to tell us her story and how much pain she was in, how she was hurting. And before you knew it, we were having a prayer. She put out her little order thing. And we were praying right there in the restaurant. And the light shined. And because of my voice, I looked around and realized a lot of people had quit eating and they were looking and listening. Folks, let me tell you something. We're in a hungry, thirsty world. We need to let it shine. Amen? Need to let our light shine. So I want you to say with me, I'm going to shun the shame of intimidation and boldly reflect the love of God into the darkness. Are you ready to shine in 2019? Amen. The answer is in the church. The answer is in the church. So you'll, everybody that has the, this little candle, hold it up. and Let me make sure we've all got it. Oh, you've already got it lit. The children can't wait. It's already lit. What we're going to do is we're going to sing. We're going to sing another carol. But how many of you can get now what this really means? Say with me as we hold it up. Go ahead and let's stand. Say with me, I'm the light of the world because I've been lit by the light of the world. Amen. Do you believe that? And I want you to look around at this, this scene. Do you know there's enough spiritual power in this room to change Fort Worth? There's enough power in this room to touch the state of Texas. Do you know that? If everybody would shine, what power that is. So one of the things I like to encourage you to do as we do this is as we hold it up, I want you to turn around and look because we're going to pull the lights down. And I want you to see the illustration. As everybody is lit, hold, is holding a candle, spiritually, this is a picture of you. You are the light of the world. So as we sing now, we're going to pull the lights down and look around and let the Lord speak to you about this, that you've got the answer. You've got the love. You've got the peace. You've got the solution. So let's sing it now.
sing the next stanza with us now. struggles in their marriages you know the financial stress you know the temptations Lord some are battling disease and are frustrated because they don't seem to be getting healed Lord there's so many needs here the Lord we turn to the light right now we turn to the light of Jesus Christ right now the healer of the world the answerer of prayer, the deliverer of our soul, the miracle-working Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray that not one person will leave this room tonight experiencing a need. They will not experience also your peace, your comfort, your joy, your strength, your encouragement. And Lord, if there's any here that don't know Jesus, I pray you will draw them to the foot of the cross. Now with our heads bowed, I want to just speak to that particular person. You're here tonight, and it's kind of a religious thing for you, and you've never given your heart to the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you, he's as close to you as a prayer. When I was 16 years old, I was in juvenile detention center. And I heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when I did, it was a light that penetrated my dark heart. 
And that night, I prayed the first prayer in my whole life. And it was to let Jesus into my heart. You can do it tonight. You can do it on your way home. You can do it right here in this sanctuary. But the light of the world that we've been talking about wants to enlighten your life and change you and give you hope, hope eternal. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Pray to him and ask him to come into your heart. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Well, we thank you so much for coming to Turning Point tonight. How many of you are going to at least two different homes tonight? You're about to make the rounds, all right? And, uh, well, I pray that you have a great Christmas Eve, a great Christmas. If you don't have a church home, come see us next Sunday. We'd love to have you, and uh, we'll love on you, I guarantee you. So... Turn well. You well. Turn the lights off. My my assistant is telling me turn them off. Put them in the chair. And now we're going to sing as you go. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry.